Welcome back. Uh, another week on the podcast, and Curtis is still not on vacation. Don't don't be alarmed. He's still he's still local. He's uh, he's almost getting the the car gassed up, ready to go. We're preparing. We got uh, two new tires on the car to make the the trek out there. We got a. Uh, some puzzles and some games to do while we're there because uh, uh, as before i don't think there's gonna be a whole lot going on so uh, <laughs> we're preparing though it'll be next week all right we're recording this on saturday we're gonna take a look at sunday's program but we're right about post time for race number nine of the thoroughbred card here on saturday and dad has a horse here going in the, in the last race yeah he, he's he's drawn along the rail uh, he just gelded this horse uh he said uh that he was kind of, wasn't really steady, but just kind of nervous acting, and uh, he just dropped, claimed it for 30, dropped it in for 20, so hopefully we can get a little win here. Uh, you guys can check out the charts, see how we did. <laughs> Heading to the gate there for race number nine for the daytime program <clears throat> at LaSalle. Sunday night, quarter horse program. We have an eight-race card featuring the Vandy Splash Handicap. We got seven horses going to post there. The ultra-sharp April-look lady. Will be the eight to five more line favorite. The main threat could be just a cartel on the outside, but we'll dive much more into that race yeah. once we get there. Let's kick off the card with race one. Four furlong thoroughbreds here. Thirty five hundred is the mating claiming price. We got a couple of uh, northern and lacrosse town invaders. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, did you like either of them? I tried to get a little bit of a price here. I went okay. with the one. I see that. Okay. Uh, this horse ran second to my dad's horse last time, but I like this horse has been showing speed here. And, and as we always talk about, sometimes uh, these horses uh, need a, a race over the Los Alamitos surface because the two looks very good. I was kind of going between the one and the yes. two, uh, which one I would prefer, but I just thought the one almost got the victory last time. Uh, if she can clear the two and hopefully the three doesn't have enough late kick, we can get a affirmative strike home in the first. You're going with the one. I went with the invader. I went with the three. Garlos Gal, I think that's how you pronounce it, for Adam Kitchenman. I just thought this. she was close enough to this pace two starts back across Santa Sanita that uh, maybe that, that speed could translate to towards the nighttime oval. But I agree. It's not as, as of easy of a field as you would think uh, on paper. Uh, I haven't finalized my pick four ticket, but uh, as far as my top three, three, two, one. I think the race is between those three. I would I would be very very surprised if, it, if it, either the four, the five, or the six uh, pulls up the upset. Yeah, I went all inside as well. Just different order: one, two, three. Art Sherman takes over the training duties here on the two. Uh, the Golden Gate horses have been doing well yes. uh, mm -hmm. coming down here, which you know it hasn't always been the case in the past, but they've been firing. So uh, definitely look for a, a big effort out of the two. Actually, the lock of the, one of the locks of uh, the nights last weekend was a golden gate shipper got the was job it? done yeah uh, oh it was uh, what was the trainer was a baker god i have the the uh name right on, on the shuffle yes caliente Cali shuffle yes i, Wait, I knew it was, it was a shuffle yeah caliente shuffle okay yeah yeah like, like they always talk about behind the gate <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah that horse came in and, and got the lock home for you yeah i got the job done was able to make the lead it wasn't an easy victory but it was uh, nonetheless got the job done by the way Shout out to uh, Professor G. He was kind enough to let us borrow his his office. Yep. To make it our into our makeshift uh, podcast studio for this week. Yeah, not only is there a pretty good crowd in the press box, there's a pretty good crowd in the in the grandstand as well. Yes. So uh, we had to go where uh, we can have a little quieter spot. 
And uh, so we're just kind of moving up here. We go from uh, press box to the <laughs> VIP room now to administrative offices. Yes, yeah, so we're moving on up. And shout out to Lumpy. I think we're up to like seven listeners now. With Terrific. Lumpy. I mean, Lumpy every week, he comes through. He's like, hey, is the podcast coming out? And uh, yeah, we're recording this just a day later for Sunday's yep. card. Yeah, he even uh, he got another person to, to listen to the podcast. Uh, and he seemed pretty happy with the results. Uh, I think we did pretty well last week. So. You know, we just like doing it uh, for the love of Los Al. So uh, just keep on on telling everybody and, and try and make you guys some money. Yeah, if you've got a sponsor out there that want to sponsor us, let us know. Yeah. Put them in contact with us. <laughs> we could use a few bucks to buy some some uh, some Jack in the Box tacos after the after the races. Definitely. Shout out to the to the big poster of Wave Carver there on the wall. That's bringing uh, back yeah, memories, back uh, memories. And, and then uh, especially last last Sunday yeah, with so Waver down. down again. I heard you were screaming and Ooh, shouting on the I, set. I lost my voice when we came back after to the post race comments. I, I, you know, be honest, my voice was off. It was because I was cheering on Waver Down, who lived up to her to her breeding and got yep. the job done. Yep, yeah. that uh, that breeding's definitely been good to Los Al. And Cody came in to ride. Familiar yes. connections there. Cody and Paul once again take yeah. the Ed Burke Million. And uh, race two, four and a half furlongs here. Uh, Thoroughbreds, conditional claimers. Tricky race to figure out. Uh, I'll let you go first on this one. Who did you pick? You know, I didn't think there was an abundance of speed in here. And I think if you just ignore the last race of the six, all for charity, uh, who we had been on uh, the, the uh, previous three races uh, for Bill Hoberg there. Now, uh, first time off the claim for Justin Clark, who does very well. Uh, with new acquisitions, uh, I think this horse should be the speed of the speed, or at least sit off somebody who who happens to go to the front. And uh, just if you draw a line through that last one, I think uh, it's pretty sharp, racing in good form. Uh, Edgar Pieris hops aboard, and you get the weight break here. So I look for the six to run a big race. All right. So uh, I do believe Alpha Charity was also entered on Saturday Night's program. Yeah. We'll see where she actually races. Uh, so this is going to change a little bit, depending on on where she goes because I did like her on Saturday's program uh, and I, I'm automatically assume she's going to run on Saturday. So without accounting for her, I do respect her. I do think she's a good horse. So I'm going to handicap this race thinking that she's not in the race. Okay. So I picked the five mama secret storm who I think probably has some old speed that she can flash in this field. This field is lacking a lot of speed. I've been yeah pretty keen on, on ultimate game. She's uh she's let me down the last two starts. I'm not going to go up tonight. I'm going to use her. I'm not going to pick her on top, but I'm probably going to go at least two deep. Okay. So five, two. And then for third, I think Saliana, the three, Efron Hernandez, uh, can pick up the pieces. If, uh, if maybe the cheap speed in the front end caves in. Uh, she's been pretty consistent in the last few starts. Um, Efron Hernandez stays aboard for the second consecutive time. So I think it's a tricky race. It's all about whether six enters or not. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to handicap, handicap like she raced on Saturday. So I'll go five, two, three. I went uh, six, five, four. I threw the four Ramona Lover in at the third spot. Uh, I thought should have won two outs back and then came back at, at the 870 level and was closing and got up that time. The time wasn't great, but stretches back out to four and a half furlongs. Uh, so if this horse uh, can stay close enough and pounce in the stretch, should be there. All right. So race, uh, race two there. Recap, I'll go five, two, three. Six, five, four. All right. Race number three on this eight race program. The pick six begins right here. Field of six, four and a half thoroughbreds. Claiming price is going to be $4,000. Conditional claimers. And I'm going to give another shot to the one, Cambiale. Those two wins, two and three starts back, 
were too sharp to ignore. Last time out, he got off slow and completely lost all chance to, yeah. to run a better race. With a clean start, I think he's the best horse in the field. Um, but speaking of that, if she makes any kind of bobbles, any kind of mistakes out of from the inside post, she's going to be completely overtaken by, I think, the two. I think the two can show speed and take control of the one doesn't break all that well. Um, other than that, I had a few runners can pick up the pieces. Maybe the five Adrosa Sky will probably be my third choice. Was claimed two starts back. Uh, came back and finished fourth behind Hot Bob, who returned to win um, next time out. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Hot Bob. He's been the lock of the night twice in a row. Yeah. He's won twice in a row. So uh, hopefully he's not the morning night favorite next time out. It'll probably make him the lock again. But tricky race. It's all about whether, <clears throat> whether the one breaks. So I'll go one, two, five. I went just a little different order. I went five, one, two. Okay. I, the five, I think, can get a nice stocking trip behind the one and the two, who just are really fast horses. They might burn each other out. And I think Adrosa Sky can sit the trip and, and get a nice uh, closing kick there. Uh, gets Kelly McDade again in that weight break. And like you said, uh, was just two and a half behind Hot Bob, who seems to be in uh, pretty sharp form right now. So I'm thinking if uh, the five can just sit behind and the one and two, yeah, I can tire a little. She'll be there. All right, so I'll go one, two, five. You go five, one, two. And shout out to Kelly McDade. She's uh, she's big. She's won two races thus far uh, over the daytime award. Both yeah. long shots, forty yeah. to one today on Saturday, mm -hmm. and I want to say fifteen to one. Yes, twenty to one last on Friday. Um, yeah, I think it was. And we had the horse. She was riding for my dad the next race, and she came up uh, and. My dad said, wow, that was a great race. And she just goes, yeah, can you believe it? Like she, she was still in shock. Yeah. She, she gets really happy when, uh, when she wins. I mean, she's, she's still uh, uh, bright-eyed bright -eyed and bushy-tailed yes. to the game. So I, I always like uh, when I interact with her down there. She's always happy. And I think uh, Ed Burger is going to have her as a, as a pre-race seminar guest, I want to say, probably Sunday. I think today. Yeah. If you're listening to this, say, tune in to, to the simulcast during the daytime. I think uh, Ed Burgard's going to have Kelly McDade, so you can uh, get to know her a little bit better. All right, race four, the start of the mid-card double. Field of eight, we start the quarter horse portion of the program. And we talked a little bit beforehand. We did not share selections. Uh, we usually never do. We really like to bounce off yeah. uh, as when we're recording because it's a little bit more um, you know, off the top of the head, and, and we tend to bounce ideas a little bit more. So mm -hmm. I thought it was a very competitive sequence from here on out yeah so I'm, I'm very interested to see what you like so i'll let you go first here in race four 300 yards quarter horses maidens i went to the number five horse first okay. to separate for mark skeen uh he's hitting at 30 percent right now so uh he's always spotting his horses really well uh, i just looked at the debut effort on this horse uh wasn't really bet that well but only finished a length and a quarter behind waver down yes. and was actually uh broke well and was in front for a little bit uh, went 1591. You know, that's not uh, a terrible time, but you know, I w definitely would like to see some improvement. Came back in the fraternity trial uh, against BF Farmhand and, and one Barry and just didn't break at all. So that happens in fraternity trials. Uh, you know, you're just done, but drops back into a, a maiden race here. So uh, just with a clean start, I think can be there. I agree with first to separate. I have her as my second choice. Uh, pretty much everything you said is, is it's pretty much what I had. Uh, looked and analyzed for this horse just that third on debut behind Waver Down, who's just mm -hmm. came back to win to win the Edberg uh, Speaks Volumes. I picked the one on top, Santa Monica MB. This horse had pretty good works before the debut. 
but the habits have prevented this horse from running better. Lugged in, bore out, broke mm-hmm. in. Uh, draws the rail once again. Last time out, she'd have probably been, I don't know if she would have beat Capital Group, but I know for sure she it would have been a closer, closer margin. Uh, so I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and see if she can improve a little bit more. Ayala jumps back to war. So I'll go one, five. For my third choice, I'll go to the three. Molly's on fire for Jose Flores. Uh, Rodrigo Aceves takes the board. Worked after those two races in 1230. Uh, I don't think we've seen the best of this horse. She gets off the rail. I think she can improve. So I'll go one, five, three. I went five, one, two. Uh, up for a party in the two spot for James Glenn Jr. Uh, kind of ran evenly after bumping at the start, but I thought uh, in a field where there's not too much to go off of, I thought a pretty even effort, uh, you can build off that. All right. So recap, one, five, three for me. Five, one, two. All right. Race five, the start of the late pick four. We got 300 yards, quarter horses, conditional claimers of $10,000. Three-year-olds, which have never won two races. And your morning line favorite is going to be a political. No, is it? Uh, no, Richard Rich. Yeah, Richard Rich, Rich. Rich is going to be your, uh, your morning line favorite at two to one for Jorge Farias and Rodrigo takes the board here, taking a drop in class. But right here is where I made my lock of the night. Mm. Can you guess it? I mean, I, I think you have a history. It's it's got to be the six, right? Yeah, it's got to be the six. Yeah, uh, I thought she's she's been pretty. He's been pretty consistent throughout his career. Yeah, I think he finally broke through, and he, you know, I'm playing the light bulb angle here. Mm-hmm. He he broke well from the outside post, showed speed, and got the job done. He was claimed by sharp connections, and when when Valentin claims and he jumps up in class levels two, three, three levels, I like that. Yeah, he claimed for sixty to fifty. He's going to bring him from ten thousand dollars first time against winners. Draws the outside once again, just like he did last time out. You seen the, the 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 tremendous breeding there. So I think the scores they expect a little bit more talent early on, uh, but I think could be turning around the corner. So I'll go with the hot hand. Of a political bull, and I'll make that one my lock of the night. I went with a political bull on top Ooh. as well. Uh, all the things you said, Zamudi off the claim, uh, draws the outside and gets Caesar aboard. Mm-hmm. I went for the other Zamudio in second, number four running Jesse. I thought this horse had been running well at the eight thousand dollar level, and then the ten thousand dollar level had to go against Cat Two Storms in both starts, and just had trouble uh, coming out of the gate. So. You know, as long as we can get a clean break here, uh, another Zamudio one where he's he's raised it up, and it was competitive last time. Uh, you go back to Oscar Panado, you know, Caesar jumps off this horse for the six, but Panado's familiar with it, so you know, if the six doesn't fire, maybe the other Zamudio can. Yeah, other you know, other than the six, I don't have any other strong opinion underneath. Yeah. So not only was this a race that I like a horse, but also a race that I probably wasn't going to single in anyway mm-hmm. because if the six doesn't win or the six was in this race, it'll be a tough race for me to figure out and give the, uh, someone else a strong opinion. So I have it as six, three, four. I think the three with the class drop, uh, with a better start kit could be, could make a little bit of noise here. Uh, the four, everything you said about the other, other Valentins and Murillo, um, you know, good thing to note, Oscar Pinata was aboard. This was the last time they, they won. Yeah. So, you know, getting Oscar back aboard, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but noting that, Diaba jumps off this one to get off mm-hmm. to get on a political bull. I think is a, a a good indication. So I'll go six, 
three four, but the lock and I will be apolitical. All right, I went six four three. All right. Hey, we kind of agree on that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Race six, late pick three here. Uh, in this eight race program, we got quarter horses going 300 yards, claiming price of $20,000. Two dimes here. Compact field of five, but it was a tricky field of five. Mm -hmm. um, I've chased a few of these runners before, but let me know. I want to hear who you like first. I went to the three, a legend Ooh, okay. in my time. Yes. I, I was going back and forth between the three and the five, but I, I ended up on the three, who I just think is really sharp right now. And is a quick breaker who who draws in between some horses who can be a little sketchy at the start. Uh, Rodrigo climbs back aboard. Yeah. You know, maybe uh, we've seen him come back now, yeah. and he starts to get going again. Yes. And, and he's he's back in his old ways, his, his old winning ways. I think going from Leonardo Gonzalez to Rodrigo uh, is a big improvement if he can just get back to his his older ways. This horse had some trouble last time out. It was there against G.S. Wintermeyer and Rockin' Energy, who were some pretty good high-claiming horses. So uh, as long as this horse can carry his gate speed, I think it can be pretty tough. Yeah, I agree with everything you said about uh, the three legend of my time. This horse that has broken on top in four out of the last five starts and has shown plenty of gate speed. And Rodrigo, you know, during his heyday, he was known as getting horse out of the gate. Yes. And that's how you win a lot of races. So we'll see what this horse can do. I have him as my second choice. I gave the check mark to the five horse on the outside. Still trying. Uh, I like that 12-10 workout since that last race. It's coming off the layoff. Moves to the barn of Jose Flores. Cruz Mendes jumps aboard. I just like the way this horse worked. Had some talent early on in his career. He's now a four-year-old. And if you just look at the connections, I mean, at, at the horses this horse has faced. You know, Rosie's Authority, Marco Check, Ronquino, um, Joel with Fire, LD is back. Uh, horses like that, there's none of that quality in here. Yeah. If he gets away cleanly, I think he's a horse to beat. So I'll go five, three, and then AJ Santa Smoke is a back class uh, of this field. You know, qualified to the Governor's Cup was only six to one in that field, but tends to break a little bit slow. But tonight yeah. is adding the flipping halter, and I think that could help out. So I'll go five, three, four. Yeah, I went three, five, four, just a little different order. I like the the five because also Jose Flores double entered in here. Mm -hmm, yeah. So I think they really wanted to uh, get a race for the five. You know, hopefully that's it and not yeah. the, not a race <laughs> not for the, the uh, one. But I don't think that's the case <laughs> here. Uh, and just all signs a uh, point to the five being the the entrant here for Flores and the four former fraternity winner. Uh, yep. Just she just needs to put it all together once again, or maybe this horse will keep dropping down the ladder. But we got a lot of question marks on this horse. Uh, but it does get Caesar back aboard once again, who who has ridden this uh, horse to its its best efforts. So uh, maybe he can get back to its winning ways. Do you think this horse can get clean? This is the first time he's dropped for this low of a claiming tag. Yeah, I think it was the the only other time 50. is claiming fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah, nobody's going to give that much uh, for this horse. Uh, you never know; some people might reach in for this horse. I mean, he's he's only five for nineteen lifetime, but he's cashed almost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars yes. for just those five victories. So that tells you what kind of horse he was early on in his career. He mm -hmm. picked up a, a few good checks there. So let's see if he can get back into the winning ways. So I'll go 5-3-4. Three, 3-5-4. Three, Man, this might be another card where we do pretty good. We've been agreeing. Yeah, where we're just uh, flip-flopping on some of them. We, we thought it was going to be uh, all over the place. I, 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 that's what I expected, but <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Late double time here on Sunday night, 330 yards, race 7, an allowance, and a very good allowance field. Uh, tricky race, field of eight, 
morning line favorite is going to be uh, the eight horse, hard headed chick on the outside. Uh, and she gets away, finally gets away from a political lady. A political yes. lady is entering in race eight to Vanity Slash. So that makes her the horse to beat. But do you think she's the horse to pick on top? I went right to the outside. No, we went, agree. Wow. I went hard headed chick. Yeah. I just like the this horse has been running against stakes uh, company, like you said, mm -hmm. a political lady, uh, and some of these other ones in here, Terrific Temptation and Firefly Joe. Uh, but I just love that this horse gets the outside. And I'm going to stick uh, with Caesar here where, where he's going. Uh -huh. uh, that's where I'm going to follow. He, you know, he chose to ride uh, this horse over the four, Chowchilla Chickadee, uh, who he's ridden in the past, and he's always in the Cooper barn. Uh, but this horse uh, really likes the 300 to 350-yard distance. Like we said, draw the outside. Uh, uh, could be uh, over right from the get-go for I this do, horse. I do think she's a horse to beat. I want to pick her on top as well for everything you just mentioned. And just getting away from a political lady is a big deal. Yes. Drawing the outside, I think it's it's great also. And Cecil Alba sticking here uh, also speaks volumes. But I think the main threat is Chowchilla Chickadee. She hasn't – she stumbled badly last time out, lost all chance. When she's good, when she breaks cleanly, she's tough. Yes. I think 330 is probably uh, – could be her best distance, although she's only race one. But I think she has uh, – twice, excuse me, at this distance. But I think this could be her best distance. So – I'm scared of her. I'll go 8-4. Uh, for third, I think Firefly Joe, coming off of a bit of layoffs in January, hosted a nice 12-flat workout on the 12th of June. And that race, two stars back, won the Waymaker. That was a, a very visually impressive win. Uh, so I, I'll give that one a little bit of respect, but I do think Hard-Headed Chick is a horse to beat. So I'll go 8-4 and 6. Yeah, I went 8-6-2. I thought uh, Firefly Joe is a really good price at 5-1 yeah. for mm -hmm. a horse that's won a handicap recently and, and has won some fraternity trials, uh, has been off uh, for a little bit of layoff and got a nice freshening, comes back and works 12 flat, so I put her in the uh, second spot. The third spot, I went uh, King of Appeals MV, mm -hmm. who I really don't like to win, but I think will definitely be there because... Uh, they take the blinkers off. That might help, but I, I really like that this horse gets reunited with Ayala, who I think has like three wins. Let's see, three wins, two seconds, and two thirds. Yes, I mean. So I think uh, you know the break is everything for this horse, and you get the best gate jockey we have again in Ayala. So uh, pulling the blinkers off, maybe uh, can't get there for the win, but I think we'll definitely be there uh, in your tries and supers. King of Appeals is three to one on the morning night. Your second choice. For some reason, I think King of Appeals might be a little bit overlooked. I think that one might go up, might go off right at that morning line or a little bit okay. higher. I don't think she'll go lower, but I think if you like the two, you'll probably get a fair, very fair price on that one. Uh, just because I think Yashir Vista is going to take some play. I think uh, Firefly Joe will probably take some play because of that big number two starts back. And maybe even Chelsea Chickadee, just because of the name and people recognize her. Uh, she might take some play. So. Wherever you go, other than the eight here, I think the price is going to be more than fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, we had a lot of high hopes for Yashira Vista, mm -hmm. who actually got the win last time, but I think this horse barely held on for the win. And so I wasn't really uh, too impressed with uh, her in that start. Seven was a, a former horse we gave out yes. uh, on the show, but I don't like that uh, Ayala takes off yeah. and, and you get uh, Erasmo Gasca because Ayala goes to the two. So I'm just not going to throw this horse in, you know, plus the. The jump up in class for it, I think, might be too much for the seven. Yeah, I'm scared of that seven uh, because 
that's a very solid time, 1548. Yeah. Did it from the outside post. Now it's drawn one outside the favorite, one inside the favorite. So we'll see what kind of price that one gets. But if you liked that horse last time, uh, you, I think it's it's worth a shot again here mm-hmm. uh, at eight to one. So recap, I'll go eight four six. Eight six two. Right. Man, oh, I thought we were gonna go different there. Oh, <laughs> see, we're, we're we're surprising ourselves there. All right, the featured event, the Vandy's Flash Handicap, $25,000. We got three-year-olds going 400 yards. Field of seven. I mean, and it's tough to pick against a political lady. She's as sharp as can be, mm-hmm. and she's won it is easily. Uh, she's won the La Pacifica, La Primera, a Derby Trial, and Allowance, and then Juana all the way dating to, to December of 2017. Six for 13 lifetime, four seconds, two-thirds. Uh, you do the math. 12 out of 13 in the money finishes. She's already earned $237,000 plus. She's a horse to be. Yeah. Very uh, different from the Christopher O'Dell horses we usually see mm-hmm. who usually tend to break slow and, then, and, yeah. and finish strong. But, I mean, this horse is just professional all together. She breaks out on top. She finishes. You know, definitely the best filling on the ground. I, I think right now before we've seen Jay fire up. Yeah. Uh, but right now just super sharp. I don't think anyone can beat her. I went to the four, just my kiss for second. Okay. You know, coming off uh, a little bit of a layoff, um, just can't be really relied on for, you know, a great start. But, you know, we always see that strong late kick. Yeah. Ended up winning the law, uh, or the LA Winter Derby. Caesar gets back aboard, and, and uh, Ramon Figueroa double entered here. Yeah. Uh, put the one in. Uh, I think just my kiss can be pretty tough there in the second spot. And just my kiss had to hold off the huge closing kick of Yankee last yeah. time out, and just lasted there at twenty-four to one. When can you get Caesar twenty-four to one? Right? I mean, he, he always tends to win the big races. He does. He, I think he has become like our our money rider. Yeah, here. yeah. He's a uh, he ran a he he also ran a very good race in the Ed Burke Caesar with his horse. Uh, I forget the name of it right now, but I think he. He, he his horse ran a big race there in the Edberg to get third or fourth, if I remember correctly. Uh, I have the four just my kiss is my third choice. Uh, my second choice is going to be the seven just a cartel who is a horse that packs a big big leg kick. Uh, I still have a little bit of a grudge against her because she beat me out of the very very nice pick four two star track. <laughs> remember when summertime favorite just had a lot of promise, yeah, but then she kept. Drifting in, drifting out, constantly herself that races. Yeah. Well, that day, two starts back in the autumn. Summertime period drew the outside, and I was like, "Tonight's the night." Yeah. Tonight's the night, <laughs> and she looked like a winner, hundred yards out. <laughs> and here comes Jessica Cartel to run her down and get the job done. So, but she's uh she's been sharp as can be. Other than the debut, she's she's been there with four straight victories. She's been off for a while now. That concerns me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, an 1850 workout. Uh, back on the 16th of June um, to get her prepared for this. Uh, excuse me, get him prepared for this. Um, so it's 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 tough to see how well he's going to fire. Uh, but we both agree that the only filly in the field, a political lady, is the horse to beat. Uh, she's facing six boys. One lady is going to be the favorite. And I think she's, she's the horse to beat. But I'll go with six, seven, four. Yep, just a little uh, different order. Six, four, seven. I, I like that Just a Cartel is drawn outside of a political yeah. lady mm-hmm. instead of on the inside. Uh, I think that can help carry this horse further along uh, instead of maybe a political lady 
breaking in and, and maybe uh, taking the path of just a cartel. But uh, definitely going to be a, a challenge for class, even though this horse has won two uh, stakes races here. I, I think going against uh, a graded winner, such as a political lady, we'll find out what just a cartel is made of. I do think this is a perfect case scenario for just a cartel to beat a political lady because we know a political lady like, likes to break on top. Mm -hmm. So she breaks on top, then Jessica Cartel will have a clear path on the outside to run yeah, it down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if she would have been drawn along the inside, if the post would have been flipped, a political lady would probably be a cinch. Mm -hmm. But I think this post position gives Jessica Cartel a bit of a shot if she's sharp enough to get out cleanly and get into rhythm and then try to run down uh, a political lady at, these, uh, at this distance of 400 yards. So I do think uh, there's a shot for the, for the favorite to be upset, but... We got to give her that respect. Five straight victories. She just looks like a horse to beat. Yeah, I think this will probably be my single to end the, the night. Probably yeah. spread. If I'm playing a late pick four, I'm probably going to spread in the other races and, and try and catch some prices and just uh, single down to a political lady and uh, hopefully have a nice little payoff. Yeah, so, I, you know, I made a, I made it a political bull my lock of the night, so I'll single there. Uh, I'll probably only go too deep in the nightcap, six and seven. And I'll spread in the middle two legs, see if we catch we can catch a prize. Because I don't think a political bull will be the favorite. There's other runners that have been facing other fields there. So especially I think, you know just off the claim. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can if you don't think uh, the horse will fire off the claim and with the step up in class. I, I think that if uh, you wanted to play against uh, that horse in that race, there's some other ones. But uh, just throughout the card, it looks pretty competitive. So I surprised myself. We actually agreed on a lot of races. Yeah, uh, we were walking up, and, <laughs> and uh, we were like, okay, we can't have the same picks this time. Yeah. Uh, we went uh, flip-flop in most of them, but uh, yeah, pretty happy. Uh, usually, like as we said before, when that uh, happens, uh, the results are pretty good. All right, so that's uh, a quick and brief uh, podcast. We we clocked in right around 30 minutes. So that was, that might be a new record. That's fine. I got to go to work. Yeah, so you got to go exactly, to work. Exactly. That's we, we were, <laughs> we were trying to speed through it because you got to go upstairs, grab the changes. Yeah. I got to go get ready on set, but that's horse didn't do too well. I think ran mid pack. And then I kept here. LaSalle. Yeah. I didn't even see it. Yeah. I was Don't, no need to look at the chart. Yeah, don't look at the chart. It was evenly <laughs> there down the stretch. So, so what's the itinerary you're heading out in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Monday. Uh, we're actually leaving Monday, Monday, and then we're going to come back Monday, but I think it's a 14, 15-hour drive, and I don't know what's in store. We're uh, going to so see her father again. I'm going to meet her grandma for the first oh, time. Okay. Uh, so there's a couple family members out there. They own a, a farm or something up on a on a mountain. Do, the they, do they have uh, animals? Oh, yeah. She's got horses, and, and she's got goats. Uh, nice. Apparently, she uh, uh, has her own goat milk that, that, that she goes out and milks the goats. I'm nice. not... I'm a little out of my element out there. <laughs> People always think I'm like a, like a country boy yeah. because I tell them I'm in horse racing yeah. and stuff. But no, I'm I'm born and raised in Los Alamitos. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I need I need Wi-Fi and uh, uh, hopefully uh, we can do the podcast out there. We'll try and get it done when I uh, was, somehow. When I was a kid, uh, born in LA, then we we uh, I did kindergarten a few years of elementary here. Then we actually went to live in Mexico for a few years uh, after my grandparents died, passed away. So we went to Mexico. We lived a few years in Mexico. Um, I want to say, I want I think I went third, fourth, and fifth grade of elementary out there and then came back. But anyway, we went out there for a few years to live a few years. My, my grandparents had, had animals and, and all kinds of cattle over there yeah. at a rancho. 
I, I used to, you know, go and, and milk some cows and, and drink milk straight <laughs> really? from the cow. Yeah. When I was like oh. a kid, I was helping out my uncles. Yeah. I'd get out there in the morning and go milk a cow and grab milk. But now I can't picture myself like doing, yeah. doing it again. So uh, it's it's definitely an experience. <laughs> I was out I was out in the country cutting alfalfa with my uncles. Oh, gee, yeah, you were the whole nine yards. We, they they uh, they have a they have farm with they grow corn, alfalfa. I don't know what they grow now, my uncles, a few of my cousins out there. Uh, but back then, I remember I, went, I used to go help out, collect alfalfa, cut it up. Uh, actually, fell off, I fell off the back of a of a carriage. We had a burro. I remember we had a burro. Yeah. And I was in the back riding after cutting alfalfa. We had a big bump, and I, I fell, and I, I got home with, like, a bunch of scrapes and bumps. Really? My mom was like, I'm never letting you go out with your uncles again. <laughs> So I remember that, but yeah, it was it's uh, it's a whole different atmosphere. So yeah, if you have signal, send me some pictures. I'll try. She says it's pretty beautiful out there. And yeah. I was speaking with uh, one of the guys at TVG today, and he says, "Oh, well, you know, you got to go through uh, Utah and drive through there, and yeah. you know, it's pretty uh, scenic pretty drive. good scenic yeah. out uh, or scenery out there. Uh, I guess there's Zion National Park, mm-hmm. which I, I've always kind of wanted to see. Yeah. You know, kind of the the rock formations out there, but." You know, uh, hopefully I can get through this. All right, so are you going to do a straight shot or are you going to take a rest? Yeah, uh, I think we're just going to switch off. Uh-huh. Uh, she says when she would drive with her sister, that's what they would do. So I guess it's, uh, that's the plan. we're just driving in shifts and, yeah. and that's the way it's going to be. All right, so <laughs> so if, if you got signal, we'll, we'll do a remote podcast. Uh, we'll try to nail it down so you can give us an update what's going on over there. If you don't have signal... You're gonna be MIA until you come back. Yeah, you might not. Uh, I might be gone. I might. It might be like hills have eyes out there, and I've just disappeared. Who knows? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna come back believing in aliens. You're gonna see like a UFO land in a remote place. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, they said out there. They showed a picture of like Napoleon Dynamite's houses where there's one, you know, three miles down yeah. there. She's like, oh. We were watching it yesterday. She's like, oh, that's how it is at my really? grandma's place. And I, I just <laughs> sunk down in my chair. Like, what am I getting myself into? But, yeah, hopefully just uh, we're doing it for her so she can go see her family real quick uh, while she's uh, off on summer vacation. So. That'll be fun. All right, guys. So that's that's this week's Sunday Nice Program. Hopefully we'll hear from, <laughs> from Curtis in the days to come. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. See ya.